0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. Oh, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. <laughs>
0: What's better than this Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts on this show. I don't know exactly what to call what we're doing today, but we're going to have some fun here on a uh, on a Thursday. Kyle, welcome.
1: It's a podcast. We're doing a podcast. And you're all here to listen to it, and you're going to enjoy it, damn it. That's the game plan. And, and this
0: podcast is finally on Spotify.
1: It's true. Thank you for everyone who has been patient. We've
0: had so many requests.
1: Momentous occasion for us to to finally get this secured. We've been working on this payload for quite a while now. And here we are. It's done. It is done.
0: It's great news because I listen to uh, podcasts on Spotify, and it was always annoying. that Not that I always listen to our episodes, but... That I couldn't. you gotta go somewhere else. What's wrong I, with you? Do you? You go back and listen to all these things?
1: Yeah, I always do. I gotta you get listen the, to- the listener I gotta get the listenership up.
0: <laughs> Wait, you listen to draft dudes every day. Yeah. Why would I? Why would I not? I don't I don't I don't know. Maybe because you you're literally half of the show and you lived the uh the recording of it. I don't know. I listen to it sometimes, that way I can have a feel for like what we sound like and any like bad habits with the way we talk, which I'm sure I'm correct. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not sure I'm great at uh, coaching myself and correcting. I'm, I'm sure I still make the same mistakes uh, I've made for years doing this, but um, I I do do it with that intention, but I, I do
1: you, do you have any idea how many times I went back and listened to the chocolate starfish bit from yesterday? (laughs) It's probably a hundred times, if not more. And I laughed just as hard every single time.
0: I mean, I watched the video you put on Twitter a couple times.
1: Me giggling, laughing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's funny. I I guess for me, it's like, I don't know how normal this is. Like,
1: (laughs) Like you went out and asked everybody crowdsourced, is this like a real thing? Yes, it's a real thing.
0: Well, no, that's not, I didn't say this is a real thing. I was like, is it that like shaming that I didn't know it? Like people don't really expect me to know much about much, to be honest. And I didn't think this was like a common like most everybody knows what a chocolate Dude, starfish is.
1: They used it in every like every song. They say it at the beginning of every song.
0: When you say they, you're talking about Limp Biscuit. Biscuit. So does I mean does everybody know that? Like I mean, does they does Limp Biscuit have this big of a following where like you would expect me to catch? That I mean, they they, they
1: made music like ten plus years ago. So, but like we're. Old enough in that demographic where we were growing up where they were a thing. Like you asked like the kids that get on Twitter these days and like get snooty with you on social media and they're not going to know anything about it. Right. They're, they're too young. But like our demographic knows enough about Limp if that if you said, hey, do you know Limp Biscuit? And they say yes, I would expect them to know what a chocolate starfish is.
0: I'm looking at their discography and it seems like they peaked 99 through 2003, which would be right in my Right like in our heyday, brother. To, yep. to and, man, I'm telling you, if you knew me in high school, uh I think you would be even less surprised that I wasn't.
1: <laughs> <of this. laughs> so should we set the table for what we got today? I don't want to, I don't want to bury the lead here.
0: Yeah, please do. Go ahead.
1: Uh Okay. So what we are doing is we've come up with a couple, uh, breaks in programming from regularly scheduled scouting report. If you want a player specifically in the coming days, we need you to give those to us on social media. Joe is at the Joe Marino. I am at grinding the tape Uh, today. We're doing baby big boards, which we have not done for a really long time, but we, this idea came to us yesterday. We are going to do our baby big boards for the current active division one college football coaches that you would Least like to sit down and have dinner with your family on a recruiting visit, right? Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh,
0: yep, we came to terms with that during the show yesterday. Yeah, it's
1: true. So, yeah, i got got usually list. doesn't play out that way, but here nope. we are. No, nope. Yep. and the other half of the show is Joe and I are going to try to guess current round projections for 2019 NFL draft prospects. So, Joe and I each have our list of like guys that the other person has done but i don't know what his grades are on these players i just know he's done them because we have a checklist so i'm going to pick a name and try and guess the round grade that he gave that person and vice versa so it should be fun yes i guess Uh, the the last bit of i was just kidding say i guess the last bit of admin on our part is which which segment are we going to roll to the front of the show here
0: I want to do baby big board first.
1: Um, All right. You want to get out of the way. You don't think it's that good of an idea. And that's okay.
0: Here's the thing is I think you don't get a lie. No, listen to me. We could go a little long with this. And so I don't want to, I don't want to have that weird transition that like, Hey, we need to get to this other thing. So I thought it would make sense for it to go first.
1: So it's almost like, it's almost like when like you are told like a certain time that you're going to record a show and you kind of set your day around it. And then like two hours later, you still haven't started to record the show, right? You know,
0: Kyle, I feel like you've been delayed in your responses with me ever since then. And I think it's on purpose. I think you're thinking about this ever since then. No comment. No comment. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You damn chocolate starfish, you.
1: I tell you. (laughs) So I picked up on it. It took
0: us only a day and a half. I knew you were doing that.
1: Baby, big boards. Col- current active Division One college football coaches you would least like to sit down and have dinner with your family on a recruiting visit. Joe, your number five coach is Humps. Before I, I know do that's this. not the proper phrase. It's it's who.
0: Before I do this, it's worth noting that both mine and yours number one choices just retired.
1: Right? Yeah, it's cr- I- it's crushing blow. <laughs> this list Paul would Johnson- look very different if Paul right. Johnson and Bill Snyder were still coaching. Yeah. They're they're so, the no brainer. They're like the Mount Rushmore of like I would not want to sit down and eat dinner with you.
0: So with that said, using active coaches, and I got to be honest, some of this is just me being a little mean. Like and there's a, oh, a lot. <laughs> oh, good. There's this some is great. Stere- there's some stereotyping going on here. So let's just go ahead and get that out of the way, right? Like because these are I'm sure some of these guys are great men, great men. But I don't know that from from what I can tell that I'd want to share a meal with him. Number five on my list, Mark D'Antonio from Michigan State. He just seems boring, man. You kind of see this guy on the, on the sideline. His mannerisms just couldn't imagine him being a great guy to co- carry a conversation on with. So, um, not that I have any like one specific thing that makes him pop uh, in in the in the landscape of coaches.
1: But that's I, but that's the problem. There's no right. one single That's thing it. that pops. Right, yeah. there you
0: go. And uh, so there you go. Mark Dantonio, number five for me.
1: Listen, if you were gonna, if you want to go out and get an ice cream cone, and your choice is vanilla bean, <laughs> then you're probably gonna love Mark Dantonio. Sure. Right.
0: I'm not having dinner with that guy though.
1: My number five is a little controversial. It's Mike Leach from Washington State. What? Here's why. <laughs> I have no idea at what point in the dinner conversation he's going to grab the steak knife and go crazy. He's too much of a wild card. He's too much the other way. You know, and listen, he's got some great tweets. He's got some great philosophies on some things. But he's – you know, one's flown a little too far over the cuckoo nest for me on this one. I, I just I, – I can't trust him around my family at the dinner table. It, listen, if I'm in a locker room, that's a different story. But if my mother's sitting next to Mike Leash, I am on red alert the entire time.
0: This is coming from the man who we have been sitting at a dinner table one time and a pack of Native Americans – or people dressed as Native Americans came into the restaurant, sang some songs, circled the building, and left. And you're this worried is you about I, Michael- for the record, and, and Ben Solak and uh, yeah, John Legend. Leder- was Leder- in Leder- the restroom was in yeah, the restroom missed the entire they- thing. <laughs> came back out had no idea anything happened. And no idea what happened. You're worried about Mike Leach grabbing a steak knife. I'll tell you, we've, we've we're ready. For I mean, those my situations mother wasn't yet. at the
1: table. It's true. That's
0: true. That's true. All right. Right, number four. Time for number four.
1: Time for number four.
0: All right, this guy's got to be on. This guy should be on both of our lists. This guy shouldn't be a head coach, but he is. Jim McElwain, head coach of the Central Michigan Chippewas. The chips. You ever heard this guy talk, man? He's like bad John Gruden. Like, oh, he. I I mean, you just kind of want to knock him out, you know? Just talking. You just want to take a right hook to right hook to his cheek because he's so annoying, and uh, you know, you, even when the, like the Will Greer stuff, you think about all that, and then you just kind of connect the dots based on just like listening to him talk, and you could totally see it. So, I just think he's so punchable that I'm not putting him at the dinner table with me and my mom.
1: Plus, he lies with sharks, right?
0: You know, I wasn't going to mention that, but. <laughs> That's that's a big disqualifier when I think about who I'm going to share
1: meals yeah. with. Yeah, it's true. Don't know, you definitely wouldn't want to get seafood with him.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, boy. my
1: number 4, my number 4 has already been mentioned. It's Mark D'Antonio. As you said, listen, I think D'Antonio is a really really good football coach. Yeah. But to sit down and try and like so tell me about your neighborhood. Like, he's, <laughs> That would be the question you would ask. going to be the, the same volume. I don't know if he would look up from his plate. Yeah, you know,
0: that's, true. that's true.
1: It's it's It would just be a very dull dinner, in my opinion. So D'Antonio, I wouldn't mind playing for him, but I wouldn't want him sitting down having dinner. That would not be the highlight of the recruitment pitch, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned.
0: All right, number three. I'm leading off with number three here, and I'm going with South Carolina coach Will Muschamp. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And this stems from, now the the last these next two of mine, I've been around them, so I have some like personal experience, and I've I've probably done what like four South Carolina games over the last couple years, and I usually go and I go do press conferences, and so I, I I've never been more more afraid to ask a person a question than Will Muschamp. I, you just see this guy, man, like. If you, if you poke him the wrong way, like questioning a decision or, like, asking about something a player did, like, the dude just, like, there's, like, smoke coming out of his ears. His eyes turn red, and, like, I, I, it's very intimidating. You just know that you're destined to be, like, on one of those Yo videos. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, not yeah. going to be me. So, like, I don't – I would be afraid to talk to him. Um, and so, yeah, Will Muschamp, number three, like, definitely not having dinner with that guy.
1: I would spend the entire time – rooting for him to like stub his toe on the way to the bathroom or something just to see him fly off the handle <laughs> you know would. oh it's he something would. that triggers him that's not like a loved one yeah or my dog okay my number three is also an SEC coach it's all mrs Matt Luke who like Matt or Mark D'Antonio. I just think like Luke did some of the film room stuff right mm-hmm. and he's you could talk X's and O's just fine, but just really super bland. And I would probably grill them the whole time about their usage of their skill players in 2018. I'd be like, listen, if I come here and I'm playing, are you going to throw me the ball? Are you just going <laughs> to throw all your, your balls to this other guy? Like, I don't know. I, I would have too many questions. I think he's too bland?
0: All right. Number two, getting into the top two here, Kyle. I have that number. This is big two. time. Yeah, this is this is another guy I've experienced being around. Georgia head coach Kirby Smart. Man, I'll tell you what. I was at Georgia for a practice, and I was covering an event for these kids that had displaced or not displaced. Uh, they had their military families, and their their parents were deployed overseas. And so I'm there with like this group of like 15 to 20 kids, ranging from I don't know, like three to 15. And we're at the practice, man. And Kirby Smart just throws fit after fit after fit, and like just yelling and pouncing and throwing stuff. Like he just seems like a whiny bitch, dude. And so, Ooh. so well, you can see him on the sideline. You can see him yeah. on the sideline acting yeah. like this, and he does it during practice. So we're standing there, and they're doing this drill. Uh, the quarterbacks are throwing like little flare pass, passes to running backs. And then there's like a, a wide receiver that's supposed to block the corner. And then there's like a safety that's supposed to come down and make the tackle. And they're doing right, this live, so, right? Yep,
1: yeah. and, and Around so the children.
0: Yeah. We're, dude, we're right there. We're like <laughs> the, right there. I'm Literally within 20 feet of these guys. Okay. And some of these corners, man, they just kept on being passive. Like, you know, like corners and safeties will be, right? And they're like, he just finally that one guy like, okay, this was it. He just was really like soft on the tackle. He was going to tackle Nick Chubb, and he just totally he went. He made a business decision, and Kirby just slammed his stuff down with all these kids, and he goes, "Would you give an effing shit? Would you at least act like you give an effing shit about anything? Like it just going nuts." <laughs> What are the kids doing like they're like a little like they're you know the good thing about them is they're not paying like as close of attention as i am i think they're like oh that's nick chubb and they're super excited like and i'm like oh wow this is weird um and so then afterwards i just got a chance to like talk to him for a second and introduce myself you could just tell like just dull guy man i don't know like he's just wired weird for me and I probably said way too much right there, but he's number two on my list. I wouldn't want that. Pro,
1: plus, plus he calls fake punts, right on fourth and eleven. Yeah, in the SEC right. championship game of a tied football game in the final minute. There's that too. There's that too. against pun safe. He recruits though. He gets guys to Hello. come to Georgia. Kirby <laughs> still not over it, dude. Okay, my number two, another coach's film room alumni, Joe. This is what I'm banking on, a lot of this. Coach Ken from Navy. Do you remember when he did the film room? (laughs) New (laughs) Matamolo? No. Exactly. It's the most (laughs) forgettable performance in the coach's film room I've ever seen in my entire life. It was at the point, like at some juncture in this football game, where everybody else is talking and Ken's sitting there sipping on whatever soda they've popped in front of him. And uh, like they're trying to set it. On a tee for him, and they're asking him a question, some some kind of question about something that happened in the game. And Ken was just like, uh, yep." And that, that was it. That was the only thing you got from Ken. And it's, it's just like, I don't think he's capable of carrying a conversation with any kind of engaging unless it's about football, I assume, but even in the coach's film room, it's like, Okay, hey, Coach Ken, like you're here to talk about football, man. Like, come on, let's go. And he just—he did not strike me as the kind of guy that could keep himself engaged at the table.
0: Maybe he's the right guy for Navy. I don't know. All right, it's uh, time for number ones, right? Um, my number one, Brian Kelly, Notre Dame. Um, this dude just rubs me the wrong way, and I'm sure I'm stereotyping him, profiling based you, on like, you went after a him. lot of hotheads. Yeah. That's my thing. I don't like hotheads. I, that's clear. That's absolute. You're exactly right. Minus Mark D'Antonio. I went after all hotheads. That's 100% true. Um, yeah, no, like, I mean, just like all the players he throws under the bus. Like I just don't, I don't buy into that guy. And I think that's like a big part of me as like a person and who I gravitate towards. Like I have a belief in somebody and they're interesting to me and I like respect them. And as soon as I don't get that, like I, I you're gone. You're just, I, I don't have any time for you. And so Brian Kelly, with some of his comments through the years about players um, and not some, you can just go through and there's there's soundbite after soundbite of just derogatory comments that he's made. And I just like I don't I just don't appreciate him, And so he's number one on my list of coaches I wouldn't want to have a meal with.
1: Number one for me is back. He was away for a while, just like the school he used to coach. Mac Brown. would not like to have a meal with Mac Brown, and you know why? It's because I've listened to him call too many football games and stay stupid shit on the air. He's lost me. I can can never bring it back to what Mac Brown was at Texas because I listen to him call football games, and I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? It's not 1960 anymore, dude. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm out on Mac Brown. And uh, the reason why is that his broadcast career has ruined him for me as, as somebody I would like to eat a meal with.
0: We'll have to do the reverse of this sometime.
1: Yeah, just be ready sense. for Dana, five five shout-outs to Dana Holgerson. That's my entire <laughs> list. I,
0: my number one guy. I already know who it's going to be, and I don't think it, I think it's going to be a surprise for people. You're not going to expect me to say this, but it's a coach I've grown to appreciate through the years.
1: Well, we are going to have to leave it for another day, Joe.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right, so we have time to get into some of these other things, like a couple minutes. See, this is why I didn't want to do it second. This is exactly the reason. But before we do, Kyle, let's talk about
1: business. Let's talk business.
0: Business, some paperwork, Kyle, a little paperwork. Oh, I like it. A different kind of paperwork. We're talking about some life-changing paperwork in Kingswipe. Kings. King wipes, king wipes. They're flushable wet wipes that add a new level of clean that is just not possible with dry toilet paper. Told you guys, if you get peanut butter on the counter and you go to wipe it up, you are not going to use a dry paper towel for that. After digging around in the yard, do you come in and wipe your hands with a dry napkin before eating? No, you don't. Every man is the king of his castle, and that includes the porcelain throne. Make the most of your time with large, luxurious wipes that are flushable, biodegradable, infused with aloe vera to keep it all soft and clean.
1: You know, I actually had a good chuckle about this, Joe, because it snowed up here yesterday. I take the dog out and uh, we're walking around in the backyard and we got like a low spot in the yard and the dog's out and she does her business. And ironically, she does it, too. Right. And we come back inside and we're walking down the hallway. And lo and behold, uh, she's got muddy paws. And there's mud all over the floor. I had a chuckle because I said, the equivalent here of not using King Wipes is I'd try and clean this up with a broom and just smear this shit all over the floor. <laughs> and I didn't want to do that. So I used that moist cleaning surface like King Wipes can give you, and it was much, much more effective. King Wipes are great whenever you need to clean off or freshen up. Do not go without them. Available in a 48-home home, thrown, pouch, and individually wrapped for on-the-go. King Wipes makes every flush a royal flush. Visit kingwipes.com and enter Locked On 15 to save 15% on all purchases, also available on, on Amazon. Remember, King Wipes are for the Duke in all of us. We will be right back after this brief break to get into some guessing of some prospect greats. All right, Joe. Let's do it. We got about five minutes. Yep. Yep. We're gonna go. We're gonna have to go turbo round. So don't yep. get too triggered on any of these.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you want to go first, second? What do you want? Yeah.
1: Do? I want. I want you to give me one, and try and guess. Okay. okay. So you're guessing first, but you got to name. Pick a name off the, uh, the the punch list.
0: Okay. I think you have a seventh round grade on Trey Lamar, Clemson linebacker.
1: You gotta give me the name first, so I can scroll through my list. Oh, okay, what head. I
0: did—I did that right, sort of. I'm gonna give you Trey Lamar, the Clemson linebacker. My prediction is you have a seventh round grade on him.
1: Uh, that's a much better presentation, and no, that's incorrect.
0: Oh, was I too low?
1: You're too high. Oh no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's undraftable. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him. I have a UDFA grade on him. All right, he's just lethargic. All right. Joe Marino going to give you Clemson wide receiver. It's Clemson time. Apparently Hunter Renfro. And my guess here is a four fourth round grade on Hunter Renfro.
0: Solid fourth round grade. There it is. Uh, Boom. Clemson wide receiver Hunter Renfro. All right. Uh, It is time for me to go to one of yours. Um, I don't want to keep doing bad players. All right. Uh, I predict that you have on <laughs> uh, Notre Dame defensive tackle Jerry Tillery. My yeah. prediction is that you have a fourth round grade on him.
1: That is true. A solid fourth round grade on Notre Dame's Jerry Tillery. Why? He's up and down. He's inconsistent and he's a little stiff. He doesn't bend all that well. He's a power player. Okay, Joe Marino. Damn man, you gotta get some quarterbacks in. I was gonna <laughs> I'm, gonna gonna bring a quarterback. You're saving all these guys for last, huh? Yeah,
0: I've only done three
1: quarterbacks. So. Okay, okay. Uh, Virginia. No, I'm not gonna do an a, an ACC guy. That that's right up your alley. How about uh, Mississippi State safety Jonathan Abram?
0: Oh,
1: I'm gonna guess you have a five on him.
0: <laughs> that was one I was planning on doing for you. Yeah, well, uh,
1: beat you to the punch.
0: You did, and you are correct. I have
1: a fifth Ooh, round
0: grade yes. on Jonathan Abram. Uh, it's weird, man. People,
1: he's like pretty limited, guy. but uh, I mean, he's got a role. But his role would have been better like twenty years ago, right?
0: Yes, he would. He would be like the Roy Williams. Remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah from Dallas. Same thing.
1: He um, went to Cincinnati too, didn't
0: he? For like a minute, yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: think like so. a hot sack. Yeah, a
0: minute. All right, I predict. That on. Oh, these West Virginia receivers are interesting. Mm-hmm. I predict you have a. You want to give me
1: both? You are they both, both have, if you Wait, want.
0: do they both have the same round grade?
1: No. Sills. No, and but I Jennings? would just I would just tell you what I have on each. That's all.
0: Okay, David Sills, you have a high fourth round grade on David Sills.
1: You give, do you, you doing Gary too?
0: Gary Jennings, you have a five on.
1: OK, uh, David, I have an early four. You're correct. And Gary Jennings, I have a five. Gary it's would be like, a lot higher if, if he had hands.
0: It's almost like we've but, been you know, doing this for a long time together. And we kind of know what he's Yeah, looking. we
1: kind of got the vibe. <laughs> got the vibe. OK, let's talk vibes, Joe. Let's talk Draymond Jones, defensive oh. tackle, Ohio State. Polarizing player. I think you are going to appreciate his quickness, though. You've got a third round grade on him, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. On him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're yeah. entering the sixty second window here. So, um, you know, Welcome if your boys are going to mouth, I was going to say, if your your boys are going to mouth off, then we're going to wrap. So, you tell me what.
0: Uh, do we have to say goodbye? Uh, we might have to. I don't know how this, yeah. this might. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Why don't you go ahead and mute your microphone, and I'll tell the folks thanks for tuning in. And uh, you guys see, this is what I deal with on a daily basis. It's unbelievable. Thanks for tuning in to Draft Dudes. We hope you guys had fun with the Baby Big Boards concept and the gra- Guess the Draft grade. Um, we are going to be taken to the Twitch airwaves tonight to pound some liquor on the internet. So make sure you swing over to twitch.tv slash the draft network as well and make sure you don't miss that. We're going to have uh, some regularly scheduled Twitch programming coming your way. In the coming weeks, really ramping this thing up as we really get down into the nitty-gritty of the draft season. Like I said, I'm Kyle Krabs at Grinding the Tape. Joe is at the Joe Marino. Uh, Send us your requests for player uh, reports in the podcast if you got hot takes for takes on takes next week. And uh, come back and see us again. Thanks for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.